Hello and welcome to the Supercoach Professionals podcast, the review show, round three, almost in the books. Ryan MS joining me as always for the review show. How are you, mate? Good, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Uh, our boys, the Tigers, went down today. Of course, we do this on a Sunday, but it wasn't a bad effort against the Rabbitohs, so I guess, uh, you know, the, the champs can't really complain too much with that effort. No, that's exactly right. It's one of those uh, games where you just hope that the next time it's, there's an improvement and then you'll see how, you go, how you're going in the year. Well, exactly, and both teams were undefeated in entering the game too, so I guess a lot to like sort of there um, from how the Tigers went. But let's get straight into it and go back to Friday night and, of course, the uh, Manly Canterbury game kicking off the round and the Seagulls coming close but not quite getting it done, but some good points being put up by Daly Cherry Evans, 83 uh, Two try assists was the was the main one there. He, he made quite a few tackles, 17 tackles. Uh, got some good points there with the forced dropouts helping him as well as the offloads. Um, Felitti Matteo, another one that uh, I know that Maldog talks about a lot on the uh, Thursday night show, the Roundtable podcast that you can also find there at www.supercoachpros.com. Well, he got 60, so that's a pretty good effort too. Peter Hiku, 76, big game for him, but the one disappointment uh, was the Brook, the usual um, the lock at Brookvale. Brett Stewart only could manage 13, and I guess we should mention Jamie Brewer, a guy we talked about last week too, 42, so not horrible there, Ryan, but overall, um, much like the game itself, you know, the Eagles, not bad, but not great. Yeah, no, exactly right. I mean, um, Jerry Evans, um, as mentioned at the top, um, got 83, and um, look, he he's trying pretty hard for, for Manly and um, trying to drag him with him. Um, at the moment, um, at least at the very least, super coach wise. Mm. Uh, but yeah, as you said, um, look, another guy who I think has been a little bit down um, on points this season as opposed to last would be Matt Ballin. Mm. Um, only getting forty six this round, and he's been there or thereabouts for you know the majority of. Um, you know, the season hasn't hasn't been going for long, but he's yeah, been... forty four tackles and only forty six points. He's not really get, taking advantage of that speed of the ruck, as we predicted going into the season. He's the guy that probably wasn't going to benefit, whereas your Seguiaros, your Farras, uh, would, and and it's playing out. Yeah, no, exactly right. Um, yeah, and as you said, Brett Stewart. I mean, normally you'd put him down, pencil him in for a try at Brookvale, but. Yeah. Uh, 13 is, yeah, that is that is absolute floor. That's that's digging below your floor. <laughs> We're learning each and every week, I guess, with Supercoach. It's ne- it's never-ending learning experience, but, uh, you know, hopefully for Brett Stewart owners, he'll bounce back soon. Uh, the Bulldogs, on the other hand, some big scores there. Uh, Tim Laffire, we know how big he can go, and when he scores a couple of tries like he did on Friday night, he got the big 92 points. Sam Perrett up there with 68. He just keeps um, overachieving, really, compared to what we saw last year, that Cheap price, two forty-five thousand. I dare say that will go up. Uh, another try helping his cause. Aiden Tolman, uh, one of those Mister Consistent type players, sixty-five, a good score there. Josh Jackson, he's had that bad first week, but since then he's he's just growing and growing. Sixty-three this week. If you've got him, you know now you're quite happy to stick hold of him, and, and I think you'll see those numbers continue to grow. But on the flip side, Curtis Rayner not as good this week, only nineteen. And um, oh, that's a song, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> David Clemmer, twenty-one. And Brett Morris, one of our favourites heading into the week, could only manage 29. An off week for Brett Ryan, but realistically, he's he still got that sort of high high upside that you like um, moving forward. Oh, definitely. Um, a low game, but then again, the 
it was a pretty tight tussle and um might be one of those one of those times where you have to look at the opposition um, for who for who's playing who um, in terms of uh, the you know the amount of points that are that are, that are going to be on offer. Um, Trent Hodgkinson, Hodkinson, sorry, um, thirty five. He's yeah he's sitting there or thereabouts. His price is quite expensive for a guy who. Um, well, he's he's not a super coach uh, superstar, no. but. Um, you know, he's still not a bad, a bad player. But the goal know, kicking to his bow, there's things that can get him those big points. But again, when we talk about consistency in Supercoach, it's not that overall number. You look at the end of the year, oh, he scored this much. It really is each and every week, what do they do? And those Tim Lafayette types, you know, it, unless they're doing that regularly, it, it's just so, such a high-risk reward. It's, it's not really worth it. No, I, I 100% agree with that one. Well, let's move on to the other Friday night game. And to me, it was a bit of a shock. I mean, the North Queensland Cowboys are a team we've really looked to at the start of the year. You know, people had them winning the comp. Um, and, you know, they're 0-3. And um, they got absolutely hammered by a team that couldn't put a try on the board leading into this game. And they, well, they put 44 points on. Um, let's look at some of those Broncos players first. Pretty much uh, a host of names. Corey Parker, a guy we'd pretty much written off 118. It remains to be seen. Let's not go crazy over one big game, but well done to him. And if you've stuck by him, you'll be happy with that. Jordan Carr, who really come in good for those guys that got in cheap with him and held on to him, 84. Another cheapy, Lachlan Maranta, 93. So some really big numbers there, but a lot of tries to the Broncos really po- po- putting up or inflating those um, points. Ben Hunt was a guy we'd said you could get rid of, but 80 this week suggests that maybe still a wait and see. Uh, another player we're probably saying, well, okay, but we're still not sure if we're going to see this on a regular basis. But even um, in spite of the fact that all his teammates went large, Anthony Milford, 49, and, and at 410,000, that's actually still a disappointment and still a sell in our eyes, despite a better than normal week or so far week. And a couple of other guys we should mention that some uh, Supercoach players will have will be Matt Gillette, 63, and Alex Glenn, 71. A good all-round day for the Broncos, pretty much there, Ryan. Oh, yeah. They, um, yeah, totally blessed them. Then amazing um, scoreline, like, uh, at half-time, it was, I think it was 36 to 6 or 36 to 12 or something like that. I'm still trying to wrap uh, my head around it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, look, uh, with the guys like Maranta and Kahu, you kind of have to temper, like, maybe you had them on your bench and if you were like me, you had one of them um, on your bench but not playing. So mm. you're kind of cursing that one at the moment. <laughs> Luckily, um, uh, we haven't started in earnest for those that, uh, that play head-to-head. <laughs> no, exactly right. Um, and those kind of, those kind of things. Um, look, a guy who's kind of uh, well, quite cheap, um, Jared Wallace, 138,000, um, mm. scored 51. So he could be your middle-of-the-road kind of uh, price-wise. These guys right. are great, aren't they, on the bench? I think yeah. front row forward and, and centre and winger are two spots you really identify to pick up those super cheap players and um, just just have them as non-players. And even, you know, you might be cursing, well, Kahu didn't play, but even if you've got them on your bench, you know, oh, this is looking good for my money situation, the salary cap that you've got is going to be quite inflated, you know, if you've got guys like Kahu and Wallace going into the next couple of rounds. Yeah, exactly right. Let's look at the Cowboys, and there's not much to look at. Ethan Lowe, pretty much our favourite. 
favourite here in the first two weeks continues to go large. 72 for him. He's done everything for for his team and for his super coach owners. Um, unfortunately, not bringing a lot of friends with him. Uh, Matthew Scott, Mr. Consistent, 53. Another good game for him, considering. Jason Tamalalo got 50, so you've got to be happy with that. My, a lot of Tamalala owners out there. It hasn't been going great for the Cowboys, but if you can still get 50 out of him, you've got to be satisfied, I think, in the current climate. Um, Michael Morgan on the flip side, even though um, he moved to 5'8", 43, probably not what you're looking for. The new fullback there, Lachlan Cook, um, the cheapie, only 17, so he's not really coming through for owners. And Jonathan Thurston, as we've talked about a lot on both this show and the roundtable, again a disappointment, 46 for him. And, and you know what, it's hands in the air at this moment. It, it, with Thurston, you can't sort of get rid of him, but but he's costing you a lot of money if you have him. Yeah, look, that's the one big decision I think a lot of a lot of people are going to have in the next couple of rounds. Mm. Um, it's going to be a case of, oh, okay, this round is going to come good. No, it's the next one. No, it's the next one, and you just got to have that. I guess have that cut off cut off round in your head. Um, it's very but, hard to break even when you're, uh, you know, it is a new salary system this year, but we're looking at that 500000 that's kind of that mark where you have to start thinking, well, unless I bought him cheaper and he's built to five hundred, yeah, it's just a bit too costly. It's just too hard to maintain, at least until after Origin, I think. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. It's very difficult. And, yeah, I, I guess that's the fun or... Uh, annoyance of Supercoach. <laughs> we love Supercoach, but sometimes we can hate it as well. Oh, it, uh, it it can uh, really make life difficult, those big decisions like that. But um, looking on to the next game, moving on to the Saturday game, and another team that underwhelmed on the weekend were the Parramatta Eels. I mean, full credit to the Warriors. They played outstanding, um, but the Eels looked out of sorts. Reese Robinson, uh, a couple of sort of, um, I guess, late Eels tries that Robinson was very heavily involved in helped his day, but Look, garbage time numbers, as they call them in the states, you know, are still numbers in your supercoach. So eighty, you won't, you won't be disappointed with that. Manu Mao, a guy we love on this show, fifty-six. I thought he had another good game, and, and you know, a reasonable score there, considering the Warriors did hammer the Eels. Uh, on the flip side, Chris Sando, just you know, I don't know if it was to do coming into the game injured or what, but only six points. Tepe Maroa, 15. Some pretty low scores there for the Eels, um, somewhat tempered by injuries, of course, but the, but a number, Will Hopawati, low as well. Corey Norman, who actually didn't have a bad game, but only 31 points. Um, and a uh, pretty disappointing day for Parramatta all round, I think, Ryan. Yeah, very, very poor. Um, they made a good fist of it in the second half, but... Um... Too little, too late. Yeah, much a little too late, and Supercoach wise, really nothing doing. Um, yeah, two anyone. guys, I guess uh, you could you could say David Gow up forty nine did did inflate with the try, but not bad for a two forty eight thousand. And a guy we've talked about on the show before, Takarangi, sixty three. Yeah, he's um, doing quite well this season, and um, for two seventy two, he's mm. definitely a guy that if you're looking for a replacement in that area in the centre. Area, um, he's he's definitely got to be in, in your thoughts. I think so, and he's a guy that we you know we talked about. I think when he was up on the Gold Coast, and we, I couldn't understand why they, he didn't get more opportunity up there. But now he seems to be a permanent fixture in the Eels lineup and and doing well, super coach wise. 
The Warriors, on the other hand, a very good game for them in the main. Ryan Hoffman, one of your favourites, Ryan, 75, continuing to really overperform, 307,000. He'll go up a lot, uh, I'd say, at the end of this round. Simon Mannering, 83, huge game for him, and especially when you consider no tries, no tries. That's a massive number for someone that uh, didn't figure in those two columns. Chad Townsend, I just I've said it before, that combination, Andrew McFadden, um, ever since he's taken over, he, Townsend's game has improved out of sight and it's showing on the Supercoach points table, 89 there. Manu Vatavai ran hard. He looked the part on the weekend, 82. Um, even Ben Madalino, we've got to mention, with 60. And, of course, the cheapies, Thomas Luluai, 48. And Solomon Carter, he's the big cheapie, uh, 64. The only disappointment, right? Um, Sean Johnson, he's got a lot of owners. They like him. He doesn't, have, he doesn't play Origin, but only 32 and... His price will go backwards in a hurry, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think um, Sean's in the same boat as um, John Thurston. Mm. Um, in terms of if you've got him in your team, you've, you, you're just waiting for them to explode. And <laughs> yeah, it's just not happened yet. I mean, pity those that have uh, got both. <laughs> well, yeah, if you've got both, then you definitely pray. Um, Look, Sam Tompkins, um, he got 14, but he was injured in there. Um, John Folau, the rookie for the Eels, only got 14. Um, yeah, not, not a good day for Parramatta, so those kind of scores are not going to help them. But um, as you mentioned before, Chad Townsend really going well this season. Um, and kind of like, not a, I wouldn't call him a sleeper because his price is still um, 341. Mm. Uh, but definitely uh, an underrated guy, I would say. Definitely. And, and you know, he's a guy that, that we saw it when James Maloney, when he played over there, you know, they an Aussie half, but just slipping well under the radar. And, and it's not just from a supercage perspective, but just in general. Um, the, the guy, can, he's playing really, really well. And, he's a, and maybe that's part of the reason why Sean Johnson isn't putting up those big points, because Townsend's taking on more responsibility. Probably a discussion point for the roundtable show that we do on Thursday because um, we can look a bit deeper at that Townsend's minutes and exactly how he plays with the uh, game recaps. But uh, we should keep moving along to the next game on the Saturday evening, and it was the Dragons v the Raiders, and it's a bit of a cursed area for St George going down to Canberra to play. But they got away with a, uh, a last minute, or I guess the last five minutes of the game, they got away with the victory with a big comeback. Um, some big performances. Trent Merrin, who hasn't been starting, of course, he's going to the Panthers next year, but he played a phenomenal game and. You just have to wonder if the, you know they're going to think about playing him for the full 80 because that makes a difference once he's out there. 103 points for him. Mitch Rain, I tell you what, Heath Lestrange put the pressure on the week before. Rain answered, and he had his best game, I think, in two years for the Dragons. 85 points, a magnificent solo try that um, helped get them you know, over the line. Um, Jason Nightingale, you know, he's just... He's just a real good football player. I mean, that's all you can really say about him. 73 points. He had a good game. Uh, Joel Thompson, 69. Tyson Frizzell, 66. And Ewan Aitken, 60. So some big numbers there. The only big disappointment, I think, was Gareth Widdop with just the 30. Um, if you still own Benji Marsh, he might be disappointed. He only got 32. And if you rush Josh Dugan back after injury, you'd be very disappointed. He could only manage 16. The sin binning not help, helping matters there, Ryan. No, exactly right. Um, look, you also have your uh, 
your baseline guys like uh, Edo uh, Nabuli, um, who got 25 and is kind of just sitting there much lower than his uh, previous scores. If you, um, if you went with Nabuli over Jennings or Carter, as they because it was they're all the same price at the start of round one, all named on the sort of centre or wing, uh, you'd be kicking yourself, wouldn't you, Nabuli? He certainly doesn't have the upside of the other two. No, exactly right. Um, and the other uh, rookie or rookie baseline guy, anyway, is uh, Ewan Aiken, who um, did pretty well with sixty points. Um, I'm sure he's going to get um, going to get a look in. Um, during the season. I think he's got to be an automatic selection from here on in. He was outstanding um, in that game. And, and, you know, with a team that's lacked sort of ideas and lacked options in attack, I I think he gives them a whole whole other range. So he's a must, surely. Yeah, well, I I would say that. I was just saying that in terms of he's going to play more than Mm. the three games needed um, to raise. Yeah, you you don't know if he's going to play more and uh, dominate from there. Um, but if he yeah starts off with sixty and keeps on getting better, then he's going to be cheering. Yeah, I think I think you can safely say that Aitken yeah, hasn't played his last game, and I don't think we'll see what happened to George Jennings happened to you and Aitken any time soon, because of course uh, St George are struggling. They did get away with this one, but it was their first win of the year, and, and really they they didn't play all that great, um, but they did get the win. They worked hard for it. The Raiders, on the other hand, really threw it away. They had a pretty much unassailable lead, yet somehow lost it. One guy who didn't let them down is um, Sia Soliola. What a great game again. 85 points for 190,000. I mean, this guy's just about as good as they come. Hopefully, for your sake, you listened to our roundtable show the last two weeks where we said, get him in, get him in. Yeah, we don't care. If you don't want to make any trades, just make the one. Get Soliola in because yeah, he's... he's non-stop. He's just 80 minutes. Minutes. He plays hard. He scored another try, but he, you know, I mean, 23 tackles is actually low for him. Um, cause he'll usually make between 30 and 40, but I mean, still he got 85, so you can't argue with that. Uh, interested to see how well Josh Hodgson's been going after a poor round one. He's really stepping it up there, 78. He could be a good option as a trade in this week because I'd imagine he'd have a quite a hefty price rise heading into round four because of the low round one score he might still be affordable although he will go up a little bit I think at the end of this round Sean Fenson continues to get that um, solid numbers 74 this time he didn't start he was a, it was a late change Paul Vaughan got the start but Vaughan only managed 47 despite looking really good in that first 15 minutes so interesting sort of evaluation there Fenson is about 100,000 more expensive but at the moment um, he still holds a mantle despite losing his starting point to Vaughan at least uh, from a super coach perspective Ryan a, a guy that I know that you like entering the season but then it was sort of hold off after round one but we, we might as well get back on him Blake Austin he was very good 71 points uh, Another try was disallowed, had a good game, and of course, any time the Raiders put up some points, Jared Croker will get, get you super coach points, because he, obviously he's a goal kicker, um, he got 72, that was a good effort, especially seeing he didn't score a try or have a try assist. And finally, um, Mitch Cornish we should mention, because he hasn't sort of done too much lately, but 56, I thought that was a good score. Yeah, much improved from Mitch Cornish, um, a lot of everyone, he was the most selected um Guy, guy in round uh, for teams before round one. Yeah, um, a bit surprising that. I, I think it was yeah, due to his um, nice price, and everyone mm. needed a backup halfback. On, I'm just yep. going to put it out there. <laughs> I don't think he was the first choice. Um, yeah, the uh, Blake Austin, really, really good game. Um, starting to come into his own a little bit uh, at the five eight 
in the 5-8 role. Um, the guy who um, I thought would be doing better this season um, would have been Paul Vaughan. Yeah, um, 47. I can't see him rising um, from 339. I can see a small drop, but nothing nothing major. Um, and the other guy who I thought would do a hell of a lot better it was Frank Paul Nusala, but he's just not really getting the minutes, and then when he's on the field, he's not particularly getting um, doing anything spectacular. I mean, he had 17 tackles, um, and he missed two uh, as well. So that that kind of thing doesn't help when you when you're limited in your game time. Yeah, we'll say for Paul Vaughan, his break even entering this game was 67, so he didn't hit that. Um, of course, when we give these points out, we're doing this on a Sunday night, so the points will change. They go through and, and rewatch the games on the Monday, so that we'll see a, a slight change there. But you, it, generally, most players are, are around that amount that we're um, reading out, so just keep that in mind. But 47, I don't see him rising uh, above that break even of 67, even with the run through. And Sissawaka, what a disappointment! Only 11 points, Ryan, uh, a guy that we sort of didn't. We thought might drop off a bit moving to the Raiders, but we didn't see it in rounds one and two. We got a little bit excited, but maybe yeah. more than we originally expected. He also was injured a little bit in that game as well. That's right, he went off. So that has a lot to do with it, I'd imagine, in the end. Uh, he had that injury, carried it for a while, and ended up ended up um, leaving the field. So it's a very good point. The other Saturday night game was uh, pretty one-sided. The Storm they have a great record against the Sharks in recent times. They really have their number. And uh, it happened again. And Tohu Harris, I know you loved Harris at the start of the year, Ryan, 135 points, uh, pretty much man in the round. Two tries, another try assist, 26 tackles. He's playing the full 80 minutes. What more can you ask for? 269,000, and it's all, point, all signs point to yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, ha- still have him in the team. And paid <laughs> off this week, which was good. Um, the other guy who was quite good... Um, is Cameron Smith, that uh, yeah, at forty-eight k, yeah, he's going to want to be uh, this good every week. Yeah, but it was um, good numbers, three figures for Smith, one hundred and fifteen. So, yep. Um, Marika right. Korubedi, another one there, 70, 78. I thought he had a good game, and, and Blake Green only scored fifty-four, but he looked good. Um, he's he's a great foil for Cooper Cronk. No, he did. He could well become one of those guys, though. He looks great. He doesn't score many points, though. Um, so it's one of those things where you just got to uh, have a look at him um, over the next couple of rounds. He's a decent price, but you're right, because he might not get those points to keep uh, moving up anymore. And um, looking at the Cronulla side, well, we weren't, we were a bit worried about Andrew Fafita. We said, you've got to hold him, but, um, you know, we've been nervous. But 82, that was a good return to form for Fafita. Paul Gallon, 91, he's a massive price, 576. But, I mean, they're, they're, they're huge numbers. You can't sort of argue with it. Valentine Holmes, a guy that we like on this show, 50 points. That's that's quite solid. Um, Anthony Tupo, 59. He's looking really good, um, Tupo. Um, we didn't see a lot of him the last couple of years. Um, I guess injury had a lot to do with that. But he's, um, he's playing well. Uh, Michael Ennis, 57, is worth a mention, although we're not sort of suggesting bring him in right away. Uh, to your lineup, but he's certainly um, putting up some consistent numbers, and uh, not a lot else to really report there. Cronulla players, unless you've sort of got Gallon or or Fafita or one of those cheaper options, you, you're probably staying away at this point, just just not getting it done. No, exactly right. Um, 
there's yeah, there's no real value anywhere in the Canola lineup, um, super coach wise, um, with the exception maybe Valentine Holmes, um, but he's going to have to continue that. Um, 50 point plus consistency. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of work to do because he got that very low score last week, of course. So it's, it's going to be hard to to sort of um, to move up. No, exactly right. Look, the guy who I thought um, would be doing better this season was also Michael Gordon. Hmm. Um, only 31 this week, and he hasn't been setting the world on fire any other weeks. I mean, it doesn't help that Canella aren't aren't really setting the world on fire either. I but, do- uh, I don't expect them to make the change, but you can see that the Ben Barber at 5'8", he's sort of questioning it. He got 54, he had a pretty good super coach day, but you're just wondering when are they going to make that, you know, are they going to make that move? Wade Graham did a bit of ball playing, a bit of kicking in general play. They've got such a good forward pack, don't get enough minutes. Guys like Chris Hines and Luke Lewis was um, playing this week, but didn't get a lot of minutes. Um... You just wonder, maybe Graham to 5'8", Barber to fullback opens up another forward position for one of these good forwards, play a few more minutes or a couple of them. I don't know. Could happen. Yeah, definitely. Souths and the Tigers. Uh, we mentioned it at the top of the show. The Bunnies, they're just on fire. Um, the Tigers didn't play awfully, um, but Souths just far too good. Uh, pretty strong win too. Uh, 20 to 6. Dylan Walker, he played with um, some sort of injury, so we've got to monitor this. He could be out for a while. He still put up yeah, 80 it's points. It's a broken hand. It's a broken hand. Yep, fractured wow. hand anyway. Two two tries with a broken hand. Yeah, he did, he did it early in the game as well. Mm. And he came back out, went off, got it bandaged up, came back out and just played. And then every time it got hit, it looked like someone had hit his fingers with a hammer and then... He got on with it and scored a couple of tries. I mean, if, you know, last year Sam Burgess was such a locked play because you knew even if he got hit and knocked around, he'd still finish out the game. And I guess you could say the same thing with Walker. He may be out for a bit now, but if you've got him, you're probably going to take take the hit and keep him on your bench because um, he's that consistent when he plays. And great numbers. Greg Inglis, outstanding. I know, Ryan, you got asked... Um, Question Inglis or Reynolds, and Reynolds does have that consistency factor and put up a great number himself, 78. Uh, missed a couple of kicks. It would have been even better if he nailed yeah, those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Six-point turnarounds each time. He could add 90, but anyway, we won't di- we digress. But Greg Inglis, outstanding, 107, huge day for him. Um, but the other South players, you take out those guys, not a lot to talk about. Luke Keery, only 14. He really came back to the fold after a couple of good um, early weeks. Isaac Luke below par for him, 43. I mean, not horrible, but not great. And Joel Reddy, a guy we really liked, um, the ball getting out to his side, but this, this game it didn't happen in 24. You can see that floor, um, unfortunately, for Reddy is a bit low. Yeah, no, he um, made a few mistakes as well um, today. But, yeah, as you were saying, look, you had your dominant players, Inglis, Walker and Reynolds, and... Uh, I think that that's kind of how it showed in the way the game was played. Like when those guys were on, uh, they made the things they made the uh, things happen, as opposed to the other guys in the South team who their points their points were lower. So um, yeah, you can see how their uh, involvement waned, uh, or I guess peaked and troughed a little bit um, throughout the game. Um, as for the Tigers, having a Siaso uh, Sue topping the points count. Um, I guess it's a good thing 
in in one sense for them, but a bad thing in another in another way. Yeah, let's look at those Tigers numbers. Suasa so Sue seventy two points, Marty Tapao seventy, Aaron Wood sixty four. So really, those those big forwards. Tapao's been the real. Um, big one for us. We wanted to watch him from round one because we weren't sure what minutes he'd play, but he's playing enough minutes and he's putting up big points, making a lot of tackles, very involved. Um, on uh, Robbie Farrow, I should mention 64. He had a try disallowed. He scored one. Uh, pretty good game for him. Um, and then on the flip side, James Tedesco, a bit below. I mean, you're paying 435 and you're only scoring 46 points. You're a bit disappointed, I think. Mitchell Moses and Pat Richards, guys, you might look at as bargain buyers, only 29 and 19, respectively. Um, and even Kevin Naguama, a guy we've sort of half mentioned on the show, only 25. So not great numbers. They were pretty well outclassed, but they, the effort was there, but um, well outclassed in the game. And uh, the last guy I should mention, of course, Luke Brooks. If, if you sort of have him as a cheapie, well, you, you're going to take some rough days. Well, minus four, that's rough as it gets. Wow, <laughs> I didn't see that one at the bottom of the page. Um, yeah, that's not really good. Um, unfortunately, also, Pat Richards had one of those days as well. Um, at one stage, he was travelling in the minuses early on um, when he had a couple of knock-ons. Uh, I mean, they weren't great passes that he tried to get, but um, also, um, yeah, he's missed a goal as well. And um, Sorry, not missed a goal, but uh, missed a few tackles as well, so... One of yeah, those days. Not, not a good day. I mean, his break-even was in the negative, so he'll be fine if you've got him in. He'll make you some money. But we saw this last year with Richards. He made a lot of money, and then by the end of the year, he'd lost it all. So the consistency... We, we mentioned his name on Thursday, and the one thing we mentioned was consistency, and, and we saw it in earnest uh, today. Final game we're going to chat about is the Gold Coast game v. the Knights, and the Titans got all oh so close, but um, they're a hot tip for a lot of people, but the Knights, they keep doing it, and they keep doing it at the death, but a, a great win for the Knights, and some good points, solid points too, put up. Jeremy Smith, 71, Cade Snowden, we love Cade Snowden on the show, Ryan, 63, another good good game. Yeah, Kirk he's Gidley. really starting to come into it now. Oh, it's, I mean, his floor is so high, he, He's, you know, we just mentioned consistency in the bad way, but you can say it in a good way when it comes to Case Snowden. And I, I can't talk about him highly enough, super coach wise He's got to be in your team. Hopefully you've got him already. If not, um, look to bring him in. His price will rise, um, but you know, still still great value. Kurt Gidley, 62. Dane Gagai, 55. Not bad. Lulu a bit lower than what we'd like, 42. I mean, he's had two great games, so you can't really complain if you've got him. Um and Robbie Rocco was one that was a bit down. He didn't play that many minutes uh, for whatever reason um, that we'd normally see from him, only the 34, maybe playing up north. It was a bit warmer. It looked like it was sort of rainy weather, but a bit surprised by that, um, and only the 34. But overall, again, the Knights uh, getting the job done, right? Yep, getting the job done and doing it um, very, very nicely. Um, you have the Kurt Gidley and uh, Gayo getting up uh, in the top point scorers for Newcastle. Um, Bo Scott as well, just hovering about there. Um, and then, yeah, there's a whole whack of Newcastle players between about 40 and 42 and um, 32 points. Um, it's, it's, they're tough to get a read on in terms of who's going to be uh, the dominant player um, for the Knights. Um, if you're kind of thinking, oh, well, who do I put in? Who do I put in from Newcastle? Uh, you know, if you're that yeah. way inclined, if you want 
that kind of... It's got to be uh, Snowden, doesn't it, just for that, that said, Yeah, it has to be Snowden for his price um, and his work rate that he's putting in at the moment. Um, but, yeah, they're, oh, they're, they're clearly playing well, um, the Knights, and, yeah, they're going to keep on, keep on doing it, and I think because uh, people underestimate them, and you can see why just from the points, like there's no out-and-out stars. But there's a whole there's a whole grouping of uh, players that uh, seem to be putting in um, the same amount of points, and so everyone's uh, playing for each other. Yeah, and and whether you got um, Snowden or one of the centres in Gagai or Lua, I think you, you're fairly happy. You're going to get that high upside, and you've still got a reasonable floor. Gold Coast, well, you can't argue with their effort. They put everything into this game, but they still couldn't come away with the two points. Aiden Caesar, a guy we've sort of loved over the last year or two, um, coming good, couple of tries, um, 77 points. You know, he's kicking goals. When Gold Coast can get some points up, Caesar's a good, uh, a value play. Um, still, again, that consistency an issue. Anthony Don is a guy that, you know, you sort of look at a little bit. 208,000. Can he pull off the occasional big game? Yes, he can. 54 points. Not a bad effort for that price. Uh, Eddie Pettiborn, a guy we love on the show. There were some you know, some quarters of so-called supercoach experts, supercoach pundits said, no, you know, these players are coming back. Pettiborn's not going to put up the same numbers as he did in round one on two. Well, not not the case at all. We don't really have a player of Pettiborn's stature that to take his place. Um, he is that bigger player. I mean, Taylor is a big man too, but he doesn't sort of play prop. He plays out more on the fringe. Pettiborn is up the middle sort of player, and he's playing like it. Good numbers for Pettiborn. Um, and a guy is going to get you a good, nice price rise leading into this week. And Ryan James, we should mention, a little bit disappointing today. Only the 29 points. We probably thought that he couldn't get that lower floor, Ryan, but he, a few errors in his game and a few minuses knocked him back. Yeah, definitely. Um, very disappointing, to be honest. Um, considering after he started the season pretty in pretty decent fashion. Mm. Um, look, it's Gold Coast, uh, very similar to Newcastle. There's no real out-and-out star. I mean, um, Cesar today did quite well. Um, he nearly scored pretty much all of their points, I think, bar four of them. Um, so that'll help That'll help him. But um, you guys like James Roberts hovering around the 50 mark. Um, Greg Bird first game back around the 50 mark and Luke Douglas the same. Uh, it's just, yeah, there's just no... doesn't seem to be a forward that's going to go, oh, OK, well, I'm going to be the guy that's going to run you know, close to 200 metres today. I'm going to be the guy that, you know, bust a tackle, the, you know, consistently. Yeah. That kind of they're, they're missing it on the field and it shows in their results. And then and from a super coach perspective, there's not a lot you can take away unless you're looking for those value, those under 200,000, the Ryan James, the Eddie Pettibornes, when Lachlan Burr was, has started the first two games. You know, uh, unfortunately, didn't play today, but he, I think they might go back to him. He, he's been quite solid for them. Uh, Ryan Simpkins is another one, 43 points today at 155,000, good value. Um, but those, but but you really you're not looking at anything more than sort of bench players that might might fill in and buy weeks and or just make you some money and then you sell off. Yeah, exactly right. Um, it's going to be one of those. One of those things <laughs> that we that we, we talked about last week, and we're talking about it this week, and we're going to talk about it the week after. <laughs> 
That is all we have time for on the review show. We're um, going to do the Roundtable podcast, of course, on a Thursday night. So you can find all the information that um, and all the other information. We do the blogs, of course, uh, as well uh, on the website, www.supercoachpros.com. That's P-R-O-S.com. Big thing, right, is to follow us on Twitter, of course. We put up updates before each game, any late changes, any sort of specials we think. You can ask us questions. Uh, that's at SuperCoachPros. If you haven't already followed us on, on Twitter, you've got to do that and get that vital information and, and send us a question. We can um, we love to do read out the questions on a Thursday night on the Roundtable show, so feel free to do that. Ryan, thank you very much for tonight. No worries at all. We'll talk to you again uh, during the week. No problem. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, we'll be back again, as I say, on Thursday. Bye for now.